Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tech Comedy Live episode 15. Now we talk about the big reset, the philosophical definition of reset. And we have with us not Deepu Alexander, it's Deepu Babu. <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome, thank you very much. Welcome, Vijay. Awesome, awesome. Let's get this going. Good. The reset itself, which is what, is, uh, what uh, does society look like if we slow down and... Uh, consciously decide on how society will function when the reset, in the sense that when we slow down, when we take things a bit, um, you know, with less urgency, uh, you don't have to finish these things. Like, what is the rush? Like, why are we trying to build the tallest uh, skyscrapers, all that? Here's here's where the kind of the topic starts up and is, is more relevant today than it is before, is like, what the world going through COVID? Everyone has been pushed into situations of life or living life um, that they weren't used to ever before um, because of how certain governments or how certain organizations around the world operate, whether it's financial gains or politics or mismanagement or whatever it has, has brought us to this point where there's uh, the situation with COVID has hit the world globally. People are living in different situations and the thought is okay after this recovers what is do we go back to how things were before because before is what resulted in the situation that is covered so there needs to be a change in mindsets there needs to be a change in thinking and how we move forward uh, whether it's from how we live life how do we uh, consume food um, you know because i mean all of this supposedly started from a wet market in in, in china so how do we, uh, like working from home has become such a normal thing. So uh, defining organizations, how does that work? You know, you're not geographically based. So there's a big, a lot of things that are changing in life in terms of mindset and want to live life. And that is the whole thing of the big reset. How or what is, mm-hmm. what's needed? How do we, what's the next step forward in terms of that big change, that big reset of how we live life? And that is the, this, the, the start of the essence of, of the big reset. But what would be the things, though? Well, we've be been talking about um, the COVID being a reset. It didn't quite reset, but it didn't reveal what life could have been like when things were paused. For example, the sky clearing, the pollution disappearing. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. The water getting clearer, the animals suddenly coming, coming up, up closer. Yeah. So, so we saw signs, but of course that's not a permanent solution because you know civilization has to continue and move. Uh, but the philosophy I'm talking about is, what is the big deal of us moving for the for the for the sake of progress? I mean, we need progress so that we reduce poverty, we yes. make life better, you know, all of that stuff. But then we progress on the other end where we work our ass off, trying to meet financial demands because investors want more and more and more so that we try and make more money so companies are only working harder and they're cutting costs so the cost of living goes up the um, your what's it your work-life balance is completely shot and you everything revolves around work rather than doing something you love and then work is changed to fit the life yeah. right so the big reset is not just slowing things down it's actually asking the question how do we move from working all your life right and 
structuring your life around work because you've got to work five days a week, you've got to do big projects and only when you're free, you can do something at night or in the weekends, mm. right? Mm. That is how life is. So the big reset I'm talking about goes beyond what we experience. We're yes. talking about how do we take that life into where we live the life we want and then work adapts to that. Yes. So what, yeah, that's the, it, it raises the question of what is it that you really want to do? And yeah. be a good citizen, be uh, healthy, be uh, free, and be able to pursue what you want to do mm. while having like a, some sort of balance, at least. Redefining that, it, it, it's a reset again, yeah. like comes back to the point of reset, or rebalance maybe, of, of life. So what do you yes. think is required then? And to, I think... To uh, start that process, ooh. Or, or like to really escalate it, I guess. I think the first thing is understand why people work the way we do now and why we do what we do in order to achieve whatever goal. We need to identify and realign what it means to be successful and live a good life. Right now, success or a good life or a life that is held in the highest esteem is someone who makes the most money. Mm. Right? There's a Forbes 500 list, top 30 this, all about money. <laughs> I'm going to stop but you. I've, I've, hardly seen, yeah. I've hardly seen a Forbes, uh, Forbes list that says top 30 smiling individuals or <laughs> top 30 happy individuals. You are still carrying on to the point of uh, how do you redefine yes. working life? That corporate, like eight to five, that oh, mundanity. No, just redefine life. Redefine, redefine life that. in general. Because right now, because wealth is held to the highest esteem, right? It means that people are being told that if you are not wealthy, you are not worthy. If you if you are not wealthy, you are not worthy, you're not worthy of a human. You're not worthy of living. The fact that you can't make money, it means you are not successful. Sure. Okay. I think we, if we redefine success, redefine it, and understand what it means to be wealthy in another way wealthy because you have time mm -hmm. because you have people that love you you have you're doing things that you love and the work that you do the money that you do adapts to that life that you want so i think in the last couple of years wife and i we sat down and said we work and then when we are free we go do something or if you have enough money that mm -hmm. we saved up yeah. we go we do something. And I said, let's turn this around. Yeah. What if we live the life we want that we expected money to give us when we become rich? That's often what happens. We want to, like for example, how many times people say, once I get the lotto, yes. I'm, I'm going to do this. Yes, yes. Right? Then I quit my job and then do what I want to do. Yes, and that and that's actually what I normally do is I do the lotto test. I tell people if you want a hundred million, yes. would you leave your job? And ninety nine percent of the time, the response I get is yes, yeah. I will leave the job. Yeah. So it says that if you do that test to yourself, if you do that test yourself, yeah. you will know if you're on the right path. It's a good quick test to say am I on the right path? Because if you are doing what you love, like if you are doing what you love. If you won the lotto, you will still be doing it. 
Yes. If it's your That's true. The whole yeah. Money is just a bonus. Yes. You know, now you can do more, maybe you can do other stuff, yes. but the fact is what you love yes. will still remain. Yes. And that is the key. So what so the whole point is the big reset should be what life do you want when you thought you would become a millionaire? What did you want? Right? House, travel, having food, going with the kids. And I look at all of that and say you can do that now. Live that life now. The money will be structured around this life. And then you might see more money. You might, yeah. See, that's the thing. So, uh, and I think the big, the big leap of faith is going from a. Some people are rather willing to to put in that the mundanity and stay. Knowing that you can do a big reset, would rather prefer staying in that conformity because there's a safety around uh, money and, and and time or opportunity. You know, some people can't afford that opportunity, so they they uh, stay within that, that safety net of, of mundanity, whether it's a repetitive job, uh, hoping one day that if they do win the lotto, uh, will change things around and do what they want to do. But So it's, it's, it's also about industry being able to cater for that. Like if industry doesn't, or industries don't cater for uh, Enabling number one that that creativity, that funding, creating income that can almost supplement that similar lifestyle that you had before, because that has set the standard, right? It's about you're earning just enough money to, uh, I mean, most people at least, not necessarily everyone, but it's uh, to be able to to spend food, like you know, and food has certain quantity and value and clothing and resources just to sustain your life. So, how can other industries out there? help that, that transition so that people are not uh, stuck in a archaic way of living. And that is what the, the big reset is. How do you go from that one, from the phase one to phase two? You've got to have... Well, it's all about asking the question, what you want mm -hmm. from life, right? Yeah. What do you want from life? And if we collectively say, this is what we want, the entire money system the entire uh, thinking process, the way of life will change. Well, look at it. Like Bitcoin is already... And it will change. I mean, cryptocurrency and, and uh, digital coins have become massive, and especially recently, right? That, that's, yeah. a, that's, but a, that's the experiment. That's a step, yes, exactly. That's one of the... Yeah, costs. that's people asking the question, can I remove myself from the standard financial system and try something different? That's what, that's what people are doing. Yeah. Whether Bitcoin achieves that, we don't know. But it is people crying for help. And Bitcoin is, is the result of that crying for help to make a change, to try something different, to try a way to live a life outside the, the usual money system. You know, a money system that's been structured in such a way um, that benefits consumer spending. The value of money may change. The way yes. we use it and why we accumulate money. The problem is we accumulate, we want to accumulate money. But the people who are obsessed about accumulating money are the people who don't have it. So in the pursuit of having what? accumulation, in the pursuit of trying to... Yeah, because... When they're trying to Jeff Bezos, they've accumulated... What is different. That's people... No, there's a difference between people who have accumulated yes. versus people who are trying to accumulate. But they're, still, they're also still trying to accumulate, regardless of... I mean, The difference is they're not. The people who are trying to accumulate, the way they do it, will not. 
the way that, the way that people number one priority. Do, I, you mean that they don't accumulate money; they accumulate other ways. They do things where money is accumulation is the bonus. It's a result. Accumulation of is the result. Okay, it's, a, it's an accumulation. Of what we are doing, what okay. we are doing, middle class yes. people without money, uh, focusing on the accumulation of money. If I accumulate money, then I buy a house. If I accumulate money, I'll be happy. If I accumulate money, mm-hmm. I'll invest. Mm-hmm. If I accumulate money, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go on holiday. Mm-hmm. The rich are saying. I, I, time is precious, I'm going on holiday. Mm. I'm going to invest in a house slowly but surely. Mm. I'm going to put money, invest first, and then I'll make money. Yeah. They think of, I'm going to put something into an asset, then I get something. So th- that's a big difference. But the problem is the people who are attempting it on this side, who are trying to accumulate, who don't, are dysfunctioning society as, as a result. Because the entire life... The number one priority is the accumulation. So the so their personal lives are broken, family lives broken, corruption. Yeah. This is where corruption comes from. Yes, 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 hundred percent. No, you nailed it. Yeah. But then at the same time, there's also the fact that while let's look at it from the other perspective, also there are industries set up and and structures set up that help. I mean that cater for everyday life, right? Uh, that if you want to subscribe to certain skill set and path, you can do really well and accumulate wealth in that way and find purpose in that, if, if that's what you want and if that's what you identify that you can do quite well. Uh, you know, certain yeah. people have certain skills, whether it's like athletic athletic skills or sports, you know, you do really well in that and you enjoy it, then it's, it's your thing. And, or even, even corporate jobs like, like sales, some people love or have a knack for it, um, and if it's done well, and and not, I guess regulated to is a point, but it's also a very contentious point because people don't like the word regulation. But if it's like regulated mm. in the sense where it's not taken advantage of, then yeah, you know, people with good intentions behind. But I think the system of the system job. of control, the people who had, people who are privileged to do. Privileged people who are privileged to own existing money yes. are simply transferring their wealth into, into Bitcoin and Ethereum, right? So the the, peop- the haves and the have-nots are going to repeat again on this side. The haves and have-nots will also remain. So that's the that's the problem with this. So the cryptocurrency is all we're doing is we're digitizing inequality. That's true. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's not a replica of the. Non-digital world, it's a, but it's its own uh, system yeah. in a different way. We may need to look beyond Bitcoin, Ethereum, a different different type of thing, even beyond that, even more advanced and innovative. That's actually going to break how uh, wealth is uh, treated, how wealth is accumulated, but most importantly, the perception of it, the perception of life, is based on this, and that's the difference. So that's a psychological innovation required, not technological. Right. It's psychological innovation. It's the way society changes, it changes money. Because we can change to all kinds of currencies. We can go from Ethereum and try different stuff, but the greed will still remain. The need to accumulate will still remain. Yes. Unless we change internally. So what as I what, cut what my hair it? really short, I realize <laughs> my guruness is coming through. <laughs> That's a good point. No, well done. Yeah. But what is that um, change that's required, though? And I think that's the bigger thing. 
because it's one thing to identify it it's also another thing for to incentivize people to to want to change mm. right to that option oh, yeah. uh, there, there is only one way is to to live a life that you want first right mm. live do that first before you look for money and say i mean i think we all doing that we want to save as much as we can and then we go on holiday and then we'll do what i want then i'll work on my art then you know i'll work on my uh, pottery studio and my art studio that's what you always say no do your art now do your travel now mm. take a break now mm. start yeah. go and enjoy uh, time with the children go together do something now and then prove to the world that by doing it now and the fact that you're doing it will motivate others to do the same and when we do it as a society the need to accumulate will reduce and money will be used for the good things for for mm. necessary things altruistic altruistic you know? intentions and, and that's where it'll, it'll change we just have to show the life exists mm. show people because i don't think people believe it mm. i don't think they realize that it's actually possible and then there's also those who know it and choose not to uh, that's the <laughs> that's the worst part i guess okay. oh yeah but yeah again mm-hmm. but i think the movement is growing though i think there's this there's this uh, ideological movement philosophical movement and, and i guess humanistic movement that's been kind of slowly mm-hmm. uh, lego blocks kind of building up over the past uh, decades and centuries that's kind of resulting in more of an exponential change in that mindset over this last year or so like with the start of covid Uh, it's kind of forced people to kind of yeah. sit back like literally physically at home and and think about things you know think about life and what is it that they want uh, i mean we are we are on the breaking point um a serious breaking point where it won't be gradual i mean it's gradually changing mm-hmm. right like you can see it's slowly getting there and then it's going to do that yeah. it's going to go like this and then suddenly just drop immediately because it's going to crack very quickly because it's going to get too much and the first sign is i think is a very concept of school university and the cost of education around it because it is creating a national calamity sure of cost of town, trying man. to get educated well i mean that's yeah. that, that's yeah. just yeah. you know that's a different story that, yeah. that's a, yeah. there's a different story but i mean for all we know it could have been a malicious intent yeah. because people are pissed off that they couldn't get into university or they're trying to get back who knows but people can't pay their fees people can't get the degrees um, or people can't get these educations because it's, it's, a, it's a break, pay for it anyway it's a breakdown of of that uh, systematic uh, elitism as you pointed out earlier where there's those that yeah. have access to knowledge uh, and it's yeah. comes down to so money to uh, monetary value you know it's like the definition of what is it, it's going to change yeah. i think it yeah i i can see it much sooner than we think where it's not going to be based on that anymore because a society cannot function where you got to be a millionaire in order to go and study harvard you don't have to be a millionaire to get good healthcare mm. you have to be a millionaire mm. if you want to eat good food that uh, there are enough people in the world to say no thank you we can change that but what is it really going to take though i mean that's the thing uh, how so right now let's look at healthcare for example right so there's 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 multiple uh private and public organizations that manage the healthcare of the public through a system yeah. of hiring doctors and nurses uh, educating them and then 
providing certain uh, hardware and you know medical facilities. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, does it mean now that the doctors and nurses, those that are overpaid, will need to be get paid a little bit less? No, it's not about that. Again, it's a, it's about uh, the way. Or, uh, because the way money is being used, the way money is accumulated, and uh, it's also uh, how resources are used. Resources. It's also how resources are used, right? So, so right now, the only way to pay for good healthcare is you have to pay the doctors uh, privately, yes. because good doctors want to get paid. But the problem is, uh, not everyone can afford it. So, the best way, in fact, you know, you know how it should be. We should have a discovery medical aid. Okay. We should have it, right? right? It's, it's going to give you access to private health care, but your discovery health care is paid for by government, but it's privately run as discovery. So you have access to health care yes. as a medical aid, but the payment comes through government, but you have access to private health care. And then we standardize it in such a way the government that more people can man. access it. How will they be able to fund that? They're already bankrupt. <laughs> that's 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 how, well. The richer, richer countries, obviously, it's 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 hard yeah. to do that here. But the richer countries do do that. Uh, you you have access to good healthcare that that looks like private healthcare, but it's paid by government. But how, by the rich how, country, how would the discovery make, that are, how would the discovery make money though? When it's funded by government, discovery is paid by government. Instead of charging us, the government pays it. But isn't that the point then? That makes then discovery a government entity then. It's not really a private organization. No, private no. government has chosen, no, government has chosen a private company to run the medical aids scheme. The medical aid scheme can be any citizen in South Africa, right? Can anyone can access it, okay? But the payments are done by government. So government approves your application, right, based on your needs basis because they're going to see that you can't afford to you have all these issues, you're going to get subsidized. And uh, depending on your payments, if you earn a bit more, you're going to, you have to pay half of it, right? Like something like that. And then the, the poorer people are subsidized fully. People in the middle pay 50-50. So middle class people pay 50-50. And the rich obviously don't have access to it. They pay directly to medical aid. But Discovery makes their money from uh, the government subsidy and the payments from people. Same way, uh, like they do it now. It's like government is paying for your discovery healthcare. Do you understand? So the more successful you get in life, the more you have to pay for out of your pocket. The less successful you are, yes, the government helps you out more. Oh, less money at least. The less financial means you have, at least. Let's say it that way. Okay. Um, so if you have the less means, but then again, like yeah, the government, you yeah. improved. It it yeah. it means it still comes down to the fundamental point that. The government has to have good intentions and they've got to do some really good planning to make sure that there's enough sufficient funding uh, without going into debt. On one hand, it is, it is a system that will absolutely work. On the, sec the second issue is the way government runs departments is not going to work. For example, the way government is running our rail, our medical and our electricity, you know full well that if our medical aid system was government run, it will go like ESCOM. We're going to have doctor, we're going to have load shedding where some months we can't get any medicine. Yes, yes, yes. It'll be like it'll be called medical shedding, like medical shedding. So this, so sorry, your gonna, heart surgery has to be postponed for two weeks. You're going to have to. You might die, but you may have to postpone your heart surgery. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, right? Yes. But if healthcare is is provided by Discovery through medical aid scheme, but government simply subsidizes, 
that'll work. That can work. Because then you're getting the best of both. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But then it has to be a bold step taken by government and uh, transparency without kind of corruption also has to exist. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's a system yeah, exactly. that will collapse and then doctors will just leave this country because it's for the effort required to, and especially in the medical care, uh, or the medical sector at least, with regard to not just doctors, uh, are going to just say, screw this, I can get better financial reward in another country or another place uh, for the same effort. You know? uh, that's happening anyway. Yeah. Um, people do that anyway. Uh, I think if you, if you look at the doctors now, even with the system in place, many of them have left. Mm -hmm. So obviously it's not keeping them here. 100%. And it's, it, uh, it won't make it work. Because people are here will stay here. That, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. People are going to go, they're going to go. I mean, we have the, uh, the NIH in the UK. NIH is the national, no, sorry, NHS. NHS. The National Health Service. It's sort of similar like that, where the British citizens get access to healthcare that is publicly available, broken up again. but it looks like frozen. private, right? But it's subsidized by government, so you don't pay too much. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Well, that is a good point, I guess. Um, what is the next... Uh, What's the next steps then? Or what do you see? What what do you see happening? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's going to break break hard, especially with the with the medical expenses, the corruption with government not being managing uh, the costs. So on one hand, they're trying to help the poor, but then there are middlemen who come in and take half of it, right? Now government has been clawing back the money slowly but surely, and you can see all the cobwebs are being cleared. But it's still it's it's still a Huge issue. Every time you have middle men and politics involved, whatever budget is, half the money keeps going to the middle place before it reaches those who need it. Mm -hmm. Because greed is still an issue. And you we have to tackle greed. Okay, so you say that's also still going to carry on even with, with money being decent, more and more decentralized with the rise of uh, Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrencies. Where do you see that going? I even mean, with uh, cryptocurrency? Yeah. Even with the cryptocurrency, yeah, it's going to happen because all we're doing is digitizing human behavior. So if we are already like this, mm. we're going to be like that with digital currency. So where can we go from here is identify the root cause of greed, the root cause of why we have shifted society like the way we have. It's actually quite embarrassing that it's gone on for so long. That's the first problem. The second issue is how do we? But that's about holding. Sorry, that's about holding equal, people accountable, and just to prevent that. That's yes. How prevent that, yeah. So much accountability, but the problem is people who have the money are running the show, mm. so there's no accountability. Yes. So we need to also change that. Yeah. Society is getting more and more and more. Uh, I think it's called plutocracy. It is government by the wealthy, state or society government by the wealthy. Okay. Where is it? In this country, it's this is the this is the Bill Gates of the world. This is the billionaires who shift government policy because of an opinion that they have. Yeah. Why this is happening? It's one of the theories we have discussed before, and it's because the theory is humans need sacrifice and struggle in order to become better. It is the struggle, the process of long-term struggle, mm. that gives humans humility, that gives them the ability to become better and build better worlds. People who have wealth or who receive it too quickly 
don't know what it means, they abuse it and they don't struggle. And because they don't get to struggle, they pass on a sense of privilege, make, make society worse. Mm, mm. I think from a general point of view, yes, I definitely agree with, with that. It's, it's not limited to just those people, but I mean, I think there are there are people across the board on both sides that, uh, without struggling, have understood and have the humility uh, to hmm. to respect the world, I guess, uh, or to see the world in respect. Um, and there are those that uh, go through the struggle and pains and and choose to to uh, use it for personal gain rather and, and malicious intent rather than having that humility. So there's both sides of the coin, but I mm. think it, it's uh, when, with the right guidance, I guess, with the right intent, that you do mm. have the better respect for the world and the citizens. Um, I mean, money is a very important thing. Don't forget, don't, don't get me wrong. It's actually very important. That's what gives you food and allows you allows us to do the things that are basic necessities. When there's lack of money, you can see how what poverty does to society. And uh, society also degrades because of poverty. So yeah. it's not a normal society because people are trying very hard to survive. Mm -hmm. right? You can see the crime is higher, um, the rape is higher, um, what's it? Gender-based violence is higher oh, yeah, yeah. in societies where it's there's um, poverty. Mm -hmm. So it science is showing us this. So it shows that we need the minimum. We need to make sure that you can live affluently, but there is a point where it gets too much and it becomes becomes a sport where people do it because it's it's fun and they just keep doing it because that's the way. Accountability. You said accountability is we need to hold people accountable. Um, to the actions to help move towards a big reset. Yes, and, and accountability isn't possible at the moment because the people who set the rules for accountability are also the people with the money who also set, set the rules. We're getting there. I think slowly yeah. but surely things yes. are twisting. 100%. Getting to that point. Yeah. Because, because uh, you can see, uh, as, as the famous South African word is, heartful. Heartful. <laughs> There we go, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because people are like, uh uh, no, action now. So the poor in South Africa are absolutely up in arms. They are putting those ANC people in their place. They are protesting, they are actually even going to refuse to vote, which will cause them to lose a big chunk of votes. So they know they have to deliver. People are realizing that greed needs to be stopped. Only after greed is stopped, then we can talk about accountability. Then we can talk about society and resets. Yeah. So the one thing, okay, the one thing that is going to hinder that big reset is what's been like the biggest plague more than COVID is fake news. And I think people are purposefully manipulating them public and using people as pawns in a in a in a system of control. To keep um, all of all of that leads back to, from greed. Yes, yes, still greed, correct. It's still greed. Yeah. So if you solve the greed part, I think this won't be a problem. Mm -hmm. You won't have to worry about this. Well, I think we've just solved world problems. Let's call it tonight, uh, and hope they all listen and understand. <laughs> and I can deliver the speech to the United Nations. And say we have solved it. Here is the formula. <laughs> one day, one day.